is Gutterball. The Lebowski Deepcast. It does kind of remind me of like the line art of Picasso. In each episode, Brad and Adam discuss a single minute of The Big Lebowski. Why don't we keep the whole million? Providing insight. This reminds me of uh, Walmart.horse. Commentary. Don't puff your chest out all hot saucily. And conjecture. The Supreme Court has <laughs> roundly rejected prior <laughs> restraint. <laughs> There it is, just that simple. You know, you never forget. It's like riding a bicycle. You just get back back on and you go. I feel like <laughs> you like Indiana Jones in like the fourth movie where it's just like <laughs> nothing is working right. His body doesn't work exactly. right. Or like that Nothing's movie, going uh, to plan. I think it's called Space Cowboys, where like Clint Eastwood and James Garner and some other like actors that are more in their senior years. Well, like, Tommy Lee like, Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. They're like old astronauts, and they're like, "Well, we're like seventy years old, but we got to go up into space because we're the only astronauts left, or something like that." I could never bring myself to watch that movie, <laughs> yeah, but I you did, watched, I guess. No, I never watched oh, it, okay. but that's what I feel like, just because we haven't recorded in so long. Right. Yeah, it's kind of I, bullshit to compare it to that movie. Like, I think you might be throwing shade at that movie that might be undeserved i don't think it I'm might be awesome sh- i'm not saying the movie is not cool i'm just saying i feel like i'm in the situation presented in that movie okay what i'm saying is this situation we're in right now is not cool so to compare it to that might be a little unfair because i don't ha- there what? can be a good Jesus. movie made about an uncool situation is all i'm saying <sighs> christ <laughs> Already, with the confusion, the de-evolution of our minds, you know, into Brad, that of dumb beasts. Earlier today, I was feeling really good about myself. I wanted to make love to a schoolboy. You know, uh, wait, that doesn't shit, make sense. Wait a minute, Jesus, that didn't come out right. Uh, I was feeling good, um, and now I just feel horrible. Just because your computer isn't working too well. It's not just that. It was, a, it was the, a journey to get here. I can't find the power cord for my stupid audio record. I made it a point. I sent you the picture. I have a place now. I have a like yeah. my own little domicile. You have your domicile at the same time I've lost mine. So. Yin and yang, Exactly. Brad. That's us, to a T. Uh, why can't I, it? I'll just be harmony. I'll post the picture to Instagram and oh, put it in the boy. show notes here. Yeah, why should up. please do actually do it for once though. Don't just say you're gonna do it. Well, we'll see. Hopefully I'll do it. I have please. no type of like, you know, note taking system. We haven't here in recorded my closet. in <laughs> we have we haven't recorded in one I have to count them. One, two over three months. I know. Well, we said we wanted to do this last three episodes quarterly. That's what we said in the last episode. We, Did we, we say that? Making, we were just making a joke. Yeah. No, we weren't. Don't. We meant it, man. Well, apparently we meant it. We it subconsciously <laughs> lodged. I was like, that's such a good idea. <laughs> You'll have episode 118 by Thanksgiving. Yep. Uh, but yeah, it's been a long time. I've been... Brad, I don't know about you, but I've been getting it from all sides. 
Yeah, that sounds kind of like cool, a little sexy. Is that what you mean? No, not with anything sexy. Oh. Just ridicule and scorn. Oh, well, that's not cool. You mean you mean about the lack of podcasting? Yes, not been, cool. Yeah. Well, well you're you know, recording we're tonight. Audience, we let our audience down. It's that simple. We did. Ugh. Wait, so this should basically be, can this be the apology episode? Sure. Where, like, the next 90 minutes are just us apologizing to everybody and, who's and, given a shit for not recording for three and months? And, like self-flagellating you can hear the yeah i'll hear whip. ourselves like whipping our backs i'll do that it I makes really pretty will. compelling radio i'm surrounded by like spaghetti tangles of audio and video cords like except for the one i need <laughs> you know i've got all of the other ones so i can find something to flagellate myself with i mean if that's yeah. Kind of show we're doing ever use like a you know like an ipod cable the old 30 pin type yeah that's what i'm looking at I, there's one that right there really, yeah that's I'm a good go. that you can get some you know you start whipping around with that yeah. thing you, you're fucking in business right yep right you're here you're not I joking got around oh no this is a lightning cable it's a lightning that's, cable yeah i don't no know, think i've ever tried one of those but i can't imagine it's as good as the old 30 pinner it's a smaller wound, and really what you're going for is coverage. Yeah, and I think there's something about, like, the thin cable, but then it gets wider at the end, and there's just something about the... Yeah, you just get more momentum. It's more... Yeah, it's more momentum. You know, force equals mass times distance. You got that nice long cable with a, you know, pretty weighty mass on the end of it. Blammo. I think it... And then the distance from your heart to your soul... Well, it's, and it's just bam, you got it. You got it all. Perfect recipe for a concussion. Right front passenger seat, no safety belt. Which car company do you work for again? Uh, I work for the California Highway Patrol, actually. Oh, shit. Are you Starsky or Hutch? Uh, I'm actually a face man. Mm, didn't we all want to be face man? Fuck. I don't know. I wasn't into face man. Oh, who are you, Howlin' Mad Murdoch? I was more into Murdoch. B.A. B.A. Really, Even, Face Man uh, was the George worst? George Prepard or whatever his name so was. So you had every everyone else, but you couldn't come up with Hannibal, huh? Hannibal, yeah. K.D. Vertito. Hannibal. I... <laughs> K.D. Vertito? <laughs> yes. You got me. Shit. What's K.D. Vertito? It's How Spanish. many words is that? It's Spanish. K. Katie Ver, like a like a dizzy pop singer. I don't. What the fuck? It means what fun. KD. Oh, oh, Vertito. Wait, yeah. K, but what's the D part? K. Oh, D Divertido. Amusement. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. What, yes. what amusement? What fun? Yes. Okay. Right. Jesus. Whew. So, but Hannibal wasn't about amusements. Well, that and I know we've said this before, but I'm gonna repeat it again. Doesn't That's matter. It's been Hannibal three fucking in, months. When they translated a team to Spanish, I love it when a plan comes together, translates into KD Vertito. Exactly. Brad, you gotta stop it. <laughs> I, I'm crapping you negative on that one. It's one of the great fun facts of my life. Then why do people get all like, like I know it's slightly different, but 
the whole big thing is this is what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps when they have like K. Divertido sitting right. right there. Right. Well, that requires some kind of cross cultural thing. I don't know, but yeah, you're right. Research. <laughs> you're right, though. Like these, when you get into translating movies, either for different ratings or even different languages. And it can easily get tricky, to say the least. <laughs> One way to put it. K. Divertido. I, yes, we have definitely talked about this before. I had forgotten about it, but K. Divertido. What fun. What fun. What fun? That doesn't. I love it when a plan comes together. K. Divertido. <laughs> there he is with a cigar. What fun. I mean, the expression. The expression on his face does kind of lend itself to a cave <laughs> Jesus divertido type of vibe, but like that translation is so far off. They they had to be able to do better than that. Were they just looking yeah. at his face? I don't know if it's like a because he is a little whimsical. A, oh, whimsy for sure. I don't know if it's just a like lazy translation or it's just a cultural issue. Like, the thing about Cave Divertido is, like, that's, like, what you learn in, like, Spanish 1. Right. Like, it seems like such a, like, would that really, I don't know, yeah. So, yeah, it's like, you see, like, I'll see job postings on Mandy.com or something. When I was living in Florida, it's like, I gotta get a better job. I hate my existence. This is the worst ever. And so I'd look for... You know, like video production jobs. There were only like two in Tampa. They were usually at like a public access station or um, a government, like Clearwater local government or some shit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But there'd be shit tons down in Miami. The caveat was gotta was be bilingual, motherfucker. Gotta be bilingual. Well, you could have remedied that. I could have remedied that. And that's kind of what I'm saying. Like, I feel like a production company in Miami or just outside Miami got a gig like subtitling. Was it subtitling or overdubbed? It was overdubbed. Okay. Overdubbed. So they got a gig overdubbing <sighs> like back episodes of <laughs> the A-Team and some jackass like me spent two months like rushing up on his Spanish so he could claim he was bilingual and went down there. And part of his job was watching the A team all day on his nonlinear editor and then like transcribing right as best he could. <laughs> it's like, well, shit, I love it when I plan. I don't know. What's the word for plan in Spanish? Does anybody know? No. KD Vertito, look at his face. KD Vertito. Nobody's going to watch this and care. That's what I think happened. Cause it, I, I think I, you're probably right. It's not a high-profile job. It's not like they were raking in the dough to, like, overdub. Like, that is like... Well, I don't know. I mean, this could have been done at the same time. It's not like it was, like, 2005, and they're like, oh, let's go do back up. It was like, it's yeah. 1984. This is the hottest show on the planet, being dubbed into 39 different languages, airing in 147 different countries. Like, yeah. could have been big deal. 
was the A team really that big a deal? Even when it came out, I mean, I know the first I episode aired no, after no the idea. Super Bowl, but like after the first six episodes, didn't we kind of get what that was all about? Now, on the other hand, Miami was bumping back in the early '80s. I mean, I've seen fucking Scarface, and that's '70s, but you know, it still was going pretty good. But they still had some lazy jackass translating. Sure, the they did. Sure they did. Was doing all the coke. Who's going to tell, you know, Tony Montoya <laughs> what Hannibal's saying? He he speaks only broken English, understands even less. Probably because of the coke. You know, I just watched the end of that movie. I always turn that movie on when all of the, you know, t-shirt and white khaki guys are running towards the house in the night wearing their sunglasses which is probably the best time to turn that movie on with his mountain of coke on his desk and it's like they're just all coming you can see them on the security screens and he's just kind of kicking ass until he stops kicking ass it's one of those movies though where you turn it on Kind of at the same spot every time. Right. I know that phenomenon. Well. Yeah. Blues Brothers. I turn it on and it's Jake and Elwood in the tunnel. Like the there's an overpass or something and there okay. are cars in the tunnel. And then, you know, Princess Leia is there giving him shit. It's like I turn it on right there. And it's like, well, fuck. The most epic car chase in cinematic history is about to happen. Shit. I can't turn it off now. Yeah, I feel like I turn that movie on when they're in the the restaurant with Aretha, Aretha, with Aretha Franklin. Franklin. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that's the spot that my uh, my mental whatever See, that, that's, my cosmic radio is tuned into. Yeah, like, that oh, kind of a this spot, kind of a bummer of a station to tune into because then you're in for like most of the movie, still. right? No, that's true. Not that it's not a good movie. I like it, but, you know, I'd rather just tune in if I, if I got to tune into yeah. a station. Well, the like, thing is, I tend to not probably watch the whole thing. Like, I feel like I've seen the movie in its entirety maybe once or twice, and I've seen that yeah. that uh, scene in the diner, like, maybe ten times. Just think. Think about what you're trying to do to me. It's a good scene. Not a bad scene. But now I don't get any of that because I don't have cable. I did the whole cord cutting thing. Yeah, yeah. You don't have TV. So I don't like tune into anything. I, I'm I'm kind of lamenting it, though. Aren't you special? You're a very special and unique snowflake. Proud we are of you. I don't have TV. I have to have TV. I need to watch my sports ball. Okay? Ah, uh, the sports ball. Well, I don't want to date this program too much, the... but there is a record that might be set in a certain sports ball arena and... It might happen tomorrow, so I need to be able to tune into that. And I got to watch my foot game. I love my foot game. It teaches me everything I know about life. And then I pass that on to my daughter. Is the record tomorrow in the, the, the baseball? No, I don't give a shit about that. So it's a basketball then? It's a basketball. It's a basketball Okay, good, because next I was going to go with cricket. Well, you know, I appreciate a good cricket match is that what they call them matches i don't know I've so never it's been cricket. like three three months here Ugh, three. Maybe well, a little more you've been you've been uh 
getting it from all sides you mentioned. Anything uh, else? What else is going on, though? It's been like three months since we've talked. Uh, Brad, we, there was a new Star Wars movie. Well, well we no, did, we did talk about we did that. Talk You're right. about that. Not in depth. But that Star but... Wars movie is now on Blu-ray. Right, it's on Blu-ray, and I've seen That's it how long. two more times since then. So I have not watched it since it came out. We already bought it. We've watched it a couple of times. I here. heard a little. I mean, have you? So, what about the the uh, deleted scenes? I have not watched those yet. Hmm. That's like the because that's the whole deal. That, There's that some the deleted deal? scenes. Well, that's what they were pimping. There was actually a trailer for the deleted scenes. See, I don't know any of that. I mean, it was just they were like, yeah, because again, my, you could do anything Star Wars and make instantly like. 10 billion hits all right there was a rogue one star a star wars story trailer that came out which i think is probably on a level higher than like the deleted scenes on the blu-ray yes come on it's definitely higher but it does smack of like a little they're cashing in desperate money grab they're cashing in their chips well i'm i'm kind of 50 50 on it on one hand yes they're cashing in their chips on the other hand, for now at least, we're the beneficiary in some way. I agree. Not monetarily, but I'm we're not... reaping the the artistic <laughs> expression of these great people they're putting together to tell more <laughs> Star Wars stories. Yeah. Yes. I mean, we all want more Star Wars. Disney well, we want, wants to make more money. We want good Star Wars and, you know... If the Force Awakens is any indication, it'll be good. So, yes, it's fine. It's fine. The first seventeen or eighteen movies will be good, <laughs> and then it'll just be like too then it'll much. be like yeah. Now this is just too much. We don't need because they just start cannibalizing themselves too much. By the time we're sixty-seven years old, and we've had one or two Star Wars movies every year in the interregnum. Yeah. If that's a word, then it might be too much. Like, we don't need the Max Rebo's Cantina Band standalone movie. Yeah, it's like him coming up, you know, getting his first gig when right. he was 15. And then the big ending is like, oh, hey, guys, we got a gig playing at Mouse Eisley. Let's go. Well, no, it and would it's be like, oh, it all connects. No, they would change it up and it would be like they'd play on Jabba's Barge. <laughs> And then it would just fucking explode. Ha <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you're dead. But at least that would give them a chance to go back and, like, edit out that um, tubular, long-lipped creature and all right. her close-ups. Well, even worse is they can do the tubular, long-lipped creature solo movie. Oh, fuck. See, that's going to be movie 18 where it's just like, fuck, yeah, we're done with these. But it would be X-rated. It would basically be a porn, you know? Imagine well, the possibilities, Brad. That could kind of probably them. That could find an audience. Might be sexy. Could find an audience. I'll just leave it at that. Do you know her name? Uh, well, if you tell me it, I'm going to be like, "Oh yeah, that's well, it." But I, I can't because ex- I've read about her recently. I've watched actually no, I've watched like the YouTube. Oh, let's compare all the different versions. And like it says her name in the subtitles, and I I just can't think of it though. <laughs> Rex, like R E K S. Gr- Rex or Grossman. Rex Grizzleby. No, I don't know. 
<laughs> Wait, I got to write that. Rex Grizzleby. I'm writing it down. Rex. How would you spell Grizzle? Z's or S's? I was thinking Z's when I said it, but. I think S's might be cooler, but we'll just go with Z's. So G-R-I-Z-Z-L-E or E-L? E-L. E-L. Oh, interesting. B-Y? B-Y. Rex Grizzleby. Rex Grizzleby and his. Nice. Tatooine band. <laughs> the one thing I will say. Max Rebo, how's that sound? Well, Max Rebo is the cantina band, not the long-lipped chick. Um, No? I don't think so, Brad. Oh, well, that's, don't, no, 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 no. Max well, Rebo is the cantina band. Well, here, let me band. see. Moss Isley Cantina band. No, they're called, like, the Moss Isley Cantina band. No, he's called, yeah. Are you right? Figuring I'm Don totally... and the Modal Nodes. <laughs> Jesus. You're totally right. They made right. that up. Wow, they made I'm way that up. fucking off. Holy shit. Although you said that, and I didn't, I, wasn't even. Yeah, I, I thought for sure Max Rebo was the fucking cantina band, but no, no Max Rebo is the weird ass band from. Well, Jabba's. The Jedi, John yeah, Jabba's, Jabba's barge. Thing, yeah. thing. But f- come on, they made this up after the fact. Figrin, Don, and the modal nodes. That didn't exist when they made the movie. Yeah, Come on. probably, probably not. They went back and, like, you know, did a little messing around. Because, honestly, they were just the cantina band. Cy Snoodles is the long-lipped creature. So Max is the keyboard player, probably. I guess. It's funny that he gets top billing. It's kind of like the um, Melvin Seals and the whatever. Because Melvin Seals played in the Jerry Garcia band, or the Grateful Dead, maybe even. I don't know. But he would just kind of sit there. He would take it easy most of the time, but then he'd come out and, like, rip your face off with some really, like, smooth but kick-ass and funky piano riffs. And you're like, there has never been a better keyboard player than him. But he would just take it easy for most of the show, and he'd have the other people, like, step out and do awesome shit. And you're like, whoa, that's the best guitar player in the world. And then the other guy would step up, and you're like, I was so stupid five minutes ago. He's the best guitar player in the world. So how about going back to Max Rebo? Let's go back to Max Rebo. So I had to look this up. So the, like, clarinet player, I'll just call it that. The clarinet player in that band, Max Rebo's band. Are, now, are you actually talking about Max Rebo's band, or are you talking, talking about, about the Cantina the actual, band? No, I'm not the Cantina band anymore. I've corrected myself. I'm talking about the Max Rebo band. Okay. His name. Oh, boy. Do you care to take a guess? Droopy. You're close. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's his stage name. His <laughs> no. stage name is Droopy McCool. <laughs> his actual name is Snit. Snit. Well, that's what was going to be my second question. Well, what's his stage name, though? Snit. Droopy McCool. Which, wait, which one? His real name is Snit? Yes. That's his only name is Snit. Snit. So, but he's more commonly know, known by his stage name, Droopy McCool. So in he this. kind of looks like a water bear. Like entire galaxy filled with worlds. And his only name is Snit. Yeah. You'd think there's, that's probably a problem. 
That's a huge when problem. They're, like, they're on the galactic registry and they're like snit and they're like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, you know, being named like John Smith or something, except like there's probably in this huge galaxy of all these planets, there's like thousands, nay, I would actually maybe say M- millions, millions of millions. names that are like John Smith, snit being one of them. Hundreds of millions, perhaps. Perhaps. And so, like, they went to the trouble of naming these bands and all the members in the bands, but the best they could come up with was Snit? Yeah. The fucking, the weird Star Wars names (sighs) that are, like, these very plain things, I guess it's just stylistically what they decided to go with at some point, but... It's not cool. It's not good. That's probably my biggest problem with The Force Awakens is all the fucking one-syllable names. Poe, Ren, Ray, Han. I don't know. Too many. Too fucking many. I mean, they started out good. First first movie, Obi-Wan Kenobi. So many syllables. Chewbacca, Han Solo. He used to have. He used to be a first and last name type of guy. Well, they're like Han Solo is the most popular character, so we'll just go with names like Han, Darth Vader, General Tarkin, which I can don't even know what his name is. Got, he was a Grand Moff. Grand okay. Moff, Tarkin, 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 Tarkin. I don't like how they pronounce it. Welcome to Talking About Tarkin, the Star Wars <laughs> podcast. Talking about Tarkin. Riffing on Moffin. No, it's just Moff. Damn it. Thought I had a good one there. Apologies. Um, Sorry, Mommy. Here you go. There. There's one. One down. We got one in the, one in the can, Brad. All righty. Do you have any apologies? Has anybody been giving you the business for not recording? Um, I got, I wouldn't say I'll be kind. You know, I don't think I got the business, but I did get some gentle inquiries from like, you know, our, our pal. Oh, um, Spax. Spax. Yeah. See, it's been so fucking long. I kept wanting to say Spanx and I was like, I know that's not right. Yeah. Spax. I believe it's Spanx from now on. All right. Spanx. All right. Spanx. Yeah. Well, I got some not-so-gentle inquiries from him. I I mean, they weren't harsh, but they weren't exactly gentle. Anytime you're telling somebody they're dropping the ball, it's not exactly gentle, is it? Yeah, yeah, perhaps not. Gentle would be not mentioning it. It was was the, the, you know, it was the truth. The hard truth. Can't you suffer in silence, Spanx? I know how much Spanx likes mouth noises. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Spanx. Man, we got to apologize to our old buddy Costas. Yeah. He accosted us. He did. Sorry, man. We're back now. Does that help things? We got some some communication from uh, our friends uh, Joby and Ashanti. <sighs> Sorry, Joby and Ashanti. 
Didn't we? But we also got uh, a new listener contacted us in the last three months. They did? I think so. Who's that? Let me look this up here quickly. This is the part of the show where we uh, search Google Mail. Well, this will give me a moment to talk about our new sponsor. It's Hoops Mix. Tortilla chips. Barbecue corn chips, nachos, pretzel wheels, and crunchy curls. This was from our pal uh, Jackie Treehorn. Oh, Jackie. Jackie Jack. He, I mean, I'm going to say that's a uh, pseudonym. A nom de plume. Proof? <laughs> but, yeah. So I won't reveal his true identity. Jackie Treehorn. Jackie Treehorn. But, you know, Jackie. He or she, as the case may be, did have a, you know, did call us out for being amateurs. You never know these days. And and they did, and, and you know, he did assume that the podcast is over when he sent the note. I know the podcast is how over. Would, how would she know that the podcast was over? Well, that, well, Why would I, she assume that? Or he no assume, I don't know who it is. In uh, three months, and the last episode was about credits. But didn't you or, said that we said we were going to go quarterly? Well, this can we please perpetuate that lie? They they simply got to number twenty two, is when they wrote, and that's when they're like, we're that's when they we, it was too much. What? Yeah. They Why like, are they complaining about the end of the podcast when they're only on ep twenty two? Well, I'm saying they're not. That wasn't the kind. That was just a kind of a side thing. Okay, please continue. Well, this was a uh, a uh, a <laughs> reference to where we did drop the ball. That you just ate up some time there, like you added two to three additional seconds to this episode, which is nice work because after three months, I wasn't sure if we could actually talk about anything. So, if uh, there's any way I can like make it longer, I'm going to try to do that as well. But this was uh, Jackie Treehorn giving us the business. Giving because, us the business. Because the de- doing the dude's landlord, Monty. Monty, Marty, Marty, Marty. When he requests the rent, he says, oh, well, tomorrow's already the 10th. You know, don't get Jackie Treehorn all up in our business again by saying things like Monty. Because we did close the book on that one. A couple episodes later we down did. the road. So I just don't. Well, maybe. No. What no. I, I crave shallow attention. Forget it. Yes. Monty. When Monty comes to him. Yes. Well, Monty is around episode 22 right now. So not Monty. Right. Jackie. So right. he's going to have a way to go. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about the dude's landlord, Monty, right now. Yes. He did say. So, because you don't know, maybe he we went. We did not nitpick the idea that he, even though he says the check is September 11th, <laughs> as is well known and well documented in this podcast, as well as many other places on the internet, on episode 22, when he says tomorrow's already a 10th occur, occurs, right? The landlord says tomorrow's already a 10th, and we obviously have some dates to figure out or to think about how he might have post dated the check. 
Um, he says here, needless to say, after episode 22, where the line tomorrow's already a 10th occurs, I stopped listening to your jerk off podcast. <laughs> <laughs> God, listening to you at the end of that episode, casting about, I don't think I have anything else. Not so much to say about this minute. Cast Laughable, about. man. funny because it's true <laughs> oh my god. god listening to you cast about well i don't think there's anything more to say about this episode uh, we did contact jackie treehorn though yeah because we do make it up in a revisit like three episodes later uh, or something like that but like he's spot on for that episode like yeah. It took us a while. <laughs> oh, shit. Listening to you, just, you know, cast about. I love that. You know, it's like when Jesus was in the boat with the disciples, and they're casting their nets over the one side of the boat, and they're not catching anything, nothing, nothing. And they're, you know, they're fishermen, Brad. Mm-hmm. That's their livelihood. They got to catch yeah. fish. And Jesus, kind of like pompously, if you ask me, he's like, hey, why don't you throw your net on the other side of the boat? Now, this is not some like, you know, humongous barge or something. It's a little fishing boat. It's, you mm-hmm. know, it's 20 feet, 30 feet, maybe. No, okay. well, it's not. I, know, I never even imagined it being close to that big. Well, 20 feet. Maybe 20 feet long. That's what I mean. Like side to side, maybe like six. Four feet? Yeah, four to six. I'll give it six. You have a problem with perspective. Let's not get that into that. True. You don't That's... know what 10 feet looks like. You that think 10 true. feet is two feet, and you think two think feet is two, are two inches. I know. We... All kinds of problems. Right. Yeah. Big well problems. There. 20 feet long, four to six wide. Anyway, why don't you throw it on the other side? <laughs> They throw it on the other side, and it's like, ugh, they can't even lift the net up because it's, like, just so filled with fish. I think they just have to, like, paddle in with their hands, like Roy Scheider and uh, uh, Richard Dreyfus at the end of Jaws. So, but he did make them fishers of men. But that's what casting about <laughs> makes me think of. They're just casting about, they're casting their net out there, and it's like, hey, jackasses, turn around and go this way. Well, in this analogy, in this story... We're Jesus. Jackie Treehorn is Jesus. He's like, dudes, you're casting about when right on the other side of the boat... Right there, you dummies. (laughs) I mean, he's got a fucking point. Although, I... So what's the point of that Jesus story? This is where I'm going to get really, show my ignorance. Um, 
you know, like, Jesus What's is, the metaphorical content there? What's the lesson to be derived? I don't think there is any. I don't think that's what the Bible about. I think it's a literal collection of stories. It's, it's just, just more like this is something he did. Yeah, and proving how, shows how cool awesome he is. and cool he was. Because, you know, he would turn water into wine and shit and party all night. So. Did he really just was like, hey, go to the other side of the boat? Yeah. I can't. I soon remember it was more like, no, fish over there. No, nah, it's literally just put your net on the other side of the boat. You're probably right, though. <clears throat> uh oh. Um. No, no. Other side of the boat. Other side of the boat. So yeah, no. I would always trust your biblical knowledge over mine. Well, it's not your something. biblical knowledge over my biblical guesses. It's not something I'm proud of. But, yeah, it was literally just cast your net on the other side. Anyway, that's why it tickled me so much, because I could equate gutter balls to a parable from the Bible. I mean, a literal story from the Bible. These aren't parables, Brad. This is the literal God's honest truth. Right. <clears throat> um, Other apologies. I don't think we're done yet. Um, Trash boat. We do sincerely apologize. Um, I can, um, unless you want to. It shames me to do it, but I'll do it if you're not into it. Um, you, you go for it. You take this one. Gutterball's hiatus left me with a void I can't ever fill. Who was that from? Trash Boat. Hmm. And he also said, can't frankly bear the thought of listening to some other two strangers film banter that would span a daughter's childhood. <laughs> <laughs> Which is unfortunately really close to the truth when you consider how long we've been doing this. Yeah. <sighs> Trash boat, we apologize. <clears throat> We're here now. Yeah. So are we is that are you are we done with the apologies? Not quite. Okay. <clears throat> so Gomio, we apologize oh, to you. Gomio, yeah. Of course. He says um I He basically says he hopes we meditate more often than we podcast. And then he did follow it up with that. It was unnecessary, wasn't it? I'm a bad monk. <clears throat> I um did some meditating. Yes, as did I. During this hiatus. Me too. Me too. So we actually did meditate more than we podcasted. At least as far as these last uh, couple months are concerned. Yeah. I think that's true. Yeah. Definitely true. So, sorry, Gomio. We're back. Guess I should apologize to my wife. Her, you might know her. Her name is Leslie. She's been giving me the business. She's been giving me the business, but she doesn't listen. She doesn't listen. No, fuck no. So she's never going to hear this apology. Nope. But somehow it's out there. It it's for me, Brad. It's for me. Apologize to my daughter. You might know her. Her name is Jules. She has never listened. But thank God. It's. <laughs> It's for me. Yeah, thank God. She's going to be 14, dude. Don't even get me started. She's on her fourth boyfriend. What am I apologizing to her for? No, 
fuck that. I take it back. I don't apologize to you, Jules. No apology for you. No, she was honestly very upset that we weren't recording. I don't quite understand it. Because it made you the cool dad. How is that cool? There's nothing cool about it. I don't know. It. Having a podcast is super cool. Yeah, but... We- this podcast makes me like the coolest guy I know. Are you kidding me? We've been talking about the big Lebowski for four and a half years. I don't... You know, it's like Mickey Mouse voice, man. It's not cool yet, but if we kept going, maybe it would be cool. That's all I'm saying. Like, maybe it was cool in the beginning, but, like, by episode 40, everybody's kind of like, are they still doing this? Jesus, I thought they'd be done by episode 20 or something and just give up. One of our friends, I won't mention her name, but her name's Laura Fisk, said that. It's like, I figured you'd get 20 episodes in at the most and you'd be done. Sure. Lots of people were in it for us to fail. Sure. And yet, and we almost, like, made all their dreams come true in the last three months, but here we fucking are, Brad. But, you know. We're about to take it. We're going to take this ball over the finish line. (laughs) Oh, my God. You don't know about sports really at all. At At least by Thanksgiving. And then by episode 80, maybe it was like, okay, fine, they've, you know, you made your point, you can stop now. It kind of got sort of cool again, but then, you know, it's like, well, they're really actually just doing the whole movie. Then it's kind of boring again. It's like, I don't know. It's not, it's not really that cool. Do you remember that time that we played basketball together? (laughs) No. (laughs) There was a... A mouth noise and an inhale before you could even address that. I had it. I had to like search all of the memory archives. Accessing memory. And I came up. Return results. With only. Blinking cursor. See, what happens is you mention that. And then you think. I then imagine it. I then like, search. Is it real or not? Memories like me and Adam <laughs> playing basketball. And then that imagining I just did comes back in the search results. And I'm like, wait a minute. Did I just imagine that now? It's coming up in the search results. You did like a related image search. In yeah. Google. I'm like, but maybe that's what I just imagined because he just said, I don't know. Right. Well, what did it look like? Describe it to me and I can tell you if it matches my image search it was like we were outside yeah in kind of like a driveway like area i'm not sure but it was kind of gravelly so the ball didn't bounce quite right interesting was it warm cold it was warm sunny it was warm you were wearing a white t-shirt that's what i love to wear yeah so if I would imagine you playing basketball, I'd imagine you in the white T-shirt. So that's about all I got. Well, when it actually happened, it was in Rec Hall, and it was okay. inside, and it was with, like, six other people on a hardwood court. So and I was part of this? You were. It was disastrous. I bet it was. It I, was don't rem- <laughs> I don't remember this at all. I fucking think I terrifying. It my memory. It was fucking terrifying. It was awful. Uh, yeah, it's one of the most traumatic experiences sports wise that I've ever had. 
It was probably one of the most traumatic experiences I've had, too. See, I have a, de- a problem with sports and trauma, which oh, is why do? I don't do it. Wait, what was your trauma with sports? Just that... Um, Just that you weren't good at them because you didn't I, practice ever? Exactly, but it was a self-fulfilling <laughs> prophecy, right? <laughs> it was before I got into the whole, no, it's okay to, like, whatever, fail or, or be kind of... Uh, not be an expert on something. It took me a while to get there. It depends on how you take that failure. You know, what do you use it for? Do no, you exactly. Use it in another area to get better. Learn from it. Hmm. There's something about doing that with something that's involves physical. Well, you only fell once. That I have a hard time with. Whereas, like something more, let's say, mentally involved, I don't have that same problem. Like. Pushing and challenging yourself mentally, you're okay with? I mean, I guess that's a way to put it. I was thinking more like I'm not as, like, uptight about it. That's interesting. I don't get, like, embarrassed or, like, feel a sense of shame over my inability. Well, see, and that's the thing. Like, I was a basketball player, and I didn't think that you had anything to be ashamed about because I knew you never really played basketball. Like. Probably threw it around once in a while, chucked it at a hoop. Like, you didn't play basketball ever. No, certainly not. But you're six foot goddamn 14 inches tall, and, like, you can be good. And, you know, <laughs> I couldn't stop you, for God's sakes. Like, you were way be- I thought it was going to be kind of a cakewalk out there, and you were kind of schooling some people, and I was impressed. And I'm like, you should play. And then you fell, and then that was scary. Ah, the falling. That's my Achilles heel. (laughs) That's your Achilles knee. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, that was not good, because it took a long time. It's like it happened in slow motion. Like, boom, boom, like in several different stages. Just like, oh, Jesus, he's going to be hurt now. You weren't hurt, though. You were able to get up. I think you may have stopped playing after that, but you were good up until that point. That makes you feel any better. You know, it does. Oh, good. Wasn't intended to, but, you know, I'm glad it does. But it does. Now I'm going to go start playing basketball now that I've been encouraged. You know, you can play dad basketball. Dad kit ball, basically, which is what I do now. You know, it's a little slower. It's a little gentler. You're not out there with the 22-year-olds anymore. Although, there are fucking people in the NBA my age still playing, Brad. It's embarrassing. Well, thanks to a lifetime of physical conditioning, that's (laughs) possible, right? Yeah, but I can edit the shit out of some video. (laughs) Damn it. That's made me tens of millions of dollars, so fuck them. What do I got to complain about? What is it? So, so apologies. I th- are we done? Can we be done, please? Well, I, are we just apologizing to people that gave us business or just to listeners in general? I mean, I wanted to start with the business givers, but we should just apologize to everybody, really. It's kind of shameful, especially since we were so consistent in in the previous year. Right. And then in the last three months, it's just been like but total radio silence. We work. That's not how we work, though. Right? In extremes. <laughs> we are men of last extremes. Last year was the year of consistency. This year, 
is the year of I got some uh, Oots Hoops mix to eat. So is that like specifically engineered for basketball players? It is. Hoops mix? Well, I think basketball watchers probably. Basketball watchers, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> it's got a big basketball on it. So you're there watching your uh, final 15 or whatever. Yeah, you're watching your Elite 10. And, uh, you know, you dive the in. The penultimate seven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you win. Yep. Yeah, it's meant to, like, you know, it kind of gives you a little bit of everything. So, like I said, it's got the tortilla chips. The Dorito. Well, no, no. It's an actual tortilla chip. It's round. Barbecue corn chips, which it's a Frito, but I wish they weren't barbecue. <clears throat> Who prefers a barbecue Frito over a regular Frito? I don't know. Don't I, say it. I could. Shut mm. up. The nachos, which is a Dorito. Pretzel wheels, and then that's like the little 15 seed that comes out of nowhere to beat the two seed. It's like, oh, oh, shit. We had all this savory, and now it's like a pretzel, which kind of has a little sweet to it in the middle there. And then, and then crunchy there's curls. the gummy bears. Well, I wish. No gummy bears in there. Maybe not a gummy bear. I know you were being ridiculous, but maybe like a... Um, M&M. Maybe an M&M. That would gonna, be good. I was going to say like a dried cranberry. But just like 10 through the whole bag. So it's like, ooh, but that might be too much. An M&M would be good. Yeah, fuck the dry cranberries. Yeah, fuck that. Some I don't M&Ms. like that. It's too chewy. I don't want chewy. The M&M's got some crispy crunchiness to it at least. So were you going to apologize to what? Just a blanket apology to everybody? Well, I don't know. I just don't know. I just feel like we're in such a, a mood of uh, apologizing out to people. I just feel like, you know, we can apologize to uh, my Only- wife. You may know her. Her name is Christine. Oh, how's she doing? Uh, she's doing pretty good. She'll be better once this is posted, I I think she will be. I think there's been a lot of tension. Yeah, yeah. Under the surface here, waiting for the new episode. Is that why you're sleeping in the closet? Exactly. You know, this closet is pretty fucking swank, though. It's a nice closet. It's like, kind of like, I like, you know, it's a tiny little room with no windows. It's kind of perfect. You know, I, I, it does, I did not expect it to get so fucking hot in here, though. That's the thing. I had my office in a tiny little closet at one time, and I thought it was great at first. It's like, I don't need any more than this. You know, it was probably about as wide or maybe even not as wide as um, Jesus and his disciples' fishing boat, and maybe... Eight feet long, so, but it was fine. Like the desk fit in there, and my chair, and I had enough room to get my chair in and out. Had a little lamp, but Jesus, it got hot, and it was perpetually dark, and it did get a little, like, cloying and claustrophobic. Yeah, yeah, I might be able to start feeling that. Yeah, this is my first run in the closet. I did have to. You know, I was all excited at first, and I was like, oh, I'm going to set it all up in the closet. And then, what do I get? There's no power outlets in the closet. No fucking power in there, man. Because why would there be? Why would really? there be? So, mm, so I had to run an extension cord yeah. under the door into here to, to power up everything. It's one of the harsh realities. You're like a regular Norm Augustinus, though, in there. 
It is a little bit. I'm starting to understand. Well, you know, I got set up here and I was sitting here ready to record. And you started getting a little crazy. And you were like, I'm going to take my clothes off and jump in a lake and wrestle an alligator. I did take my clothes off. Yeah, you got to. Like, it, it was just too fucking hot. Fuck yeah. I was like, I got to do it. So yeah. I'm just in little tiny undersized athletic shorts right now. And that's all I'm wearing. Athletic shorts. <laughs> yes. You are getting sporty. Oh, I'm getting pretty sporty. It's as God intended, Brad. I'm, uh, yeah. Well, I head out uh, to the gym every other day now. Every other day? Yeah. Imagine that. What? I used to be doing, when I was doing my home gym every day, I'm building up to it. I'm going to start. It's just working on the scheduling and everything, but yeah. Yeah. Rearranging my life. I'm going to switch to the every day. I'll, well, that's I'll get there. what you have to do. It's that becomes your life like that's the yeah. th that's who you are that's what you do now yeah. is you're a gym person it's either all or nothing there's no in between and it's a shame now i've been going to the um online banking and renewing my gym membership monthly for the last like year and a half if that counts for anything i'll give you a point for that one point i get one point for that they one do have, quatlu. <laughs> one quarter portion. They do have an indoor basketball court, so I could play, you know, dad dad kit ball if I had to. You could play horse. Yes, some horse around the world, maybe some gentle, like, I'll take a step towards you with my hand up but not really play <laughs> defense type of, yeah. Jesus. This I'll play. I've been known to play a game of horse. <laughs> he said with tears in his eyes. There are tears in my eyes. <laughs> well, you know, we can also, we should also give an apology slash oh, shout boy. out to okay. Simon, if he's out there. He's He's gone. He's not Probably. out there. Why would we I give know, a shout uh, out to our him? Our friend Luke has made some comments sometimes. Maybe he's out there. I don't know. I doubt it. I doubt it. Uh, ben of the USA, sorry, buddy. I know you've checked out by now. Um, what about uh, Camilo? Camilo. Well, he doesn't listen. He barely knows what this is. <clears throat> like, he just swings by and is like, hey, I'll get up in that thing. It's like, fine. He doesn't. He does not warrant an apology. Trust me. All right. Last thing Camilo Pasquale needs is more people, like, bowing down in a penitent position in front of him. Trust me on that one, Brad. Um, what about the Reverend? Do you think the Reverend is still out there? Should we apologize to the Reverend? That's really you know? old school. I haven't heard from old him Old school, dude. Yeah, but you don't know. If you're out there, Reverend, let us know. Drop us a line. How do you drop us a line? How do you drop us a line? You can go to gutterballs.tv. <laughs> I'm going to see if you can make it through this. You can head to gutterballs.tv. And boots click mix. the contact link. Fill out the little form. Send us a note. You could always also follow us on your uh, social media platform of choice. How are they going to know what the contact link is, though? Like It says contact. There you go. And you can also... Find links to our uh, Facebook page. Follow us on there. Leave us a comment on Facebook. 
Follow us on Twitter. We have the brilliant, brilliant handle of at GutterCast. Damn it. At GutterCast. At GutterCast. On Twitter. Of course. You can also follow us on Tumblr. That's my personal favorite. You see what happens, Lebowski.tumblr.com. <laughs> these are all these are linked at GutterBalls.tv. It sounds as well ridiculous. As well as a link to our show on iTunes. You can leave us a review or just subscribe to our podcast if you're listening to this yet not subscribed. Do it. GutterBalls.tv. I know what... Um... Hrishikesh Herway would say he'd be like, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you download podcasts. It's like he's not judging where you get your podcasts from. He's not all iTunes centric. I just, yeah. But I, I, I don't even probably, know what Stitcher is. So I should probably learn more about the whole Stitcher thing. Yeah. It's so like, we can fucking pimp that up. Oh, our fucking numbers just doubled because we have Stitcher. Shit, yeah. Hey, Gordon, sorry, man. We haven't been more consistent. Uh, but if you go to gutterballs.tv, Gordon, you will find a new episode. But you, well, you, you did find it. You've already listened to it. Um, Jackie Jack. What about Jackie Jack? Not Jackie Treehorn, Jack. Jack, yeah. Sorry, man. <laughs> sorry. I... I don't even know what to tell you. Sorry. I think that's what I'm trying to tell you. What about uh, Senor Greaser? Sorry, Senor Griso. We just dropped the ball. Who? That's a... See, I'm, I'm attempting to do a clumsy segue here. Oh. Senor Greaser. Senor Greaser. Is, so not, not an apology, but a thanks. Oh. This is the part of the credits where they give the special thanks the Coen brothers do. Okay. And there's a list of people they give thanks to. And the last one is Senor Greaser. That's the last credit? Senor Greaser? Not the last credit, but the last in the, the list last of special thanks. Thanks. Okay. I mean, they also thank... Clay Rand, who I looked this up. He's the longtime chief maintenance worker of Hollywood Star Lanes. So wait, you actually watched this minute? Yeah, I did. Fuck. And here's, I'm going to transition into talking about it now. You fucking outdone me. For once. Jeez. I took advantage of the fact that you were having creative cloud issues to oh, so fucking you, get in here. So we were supposed to record 
at a certain time, and then in between that time and 30 minutes later is when you chose to do your research. Yes. Okay. Got it. So Clay Rand, Cinema Vehicle Services, which is like whatever. Right. The Hollywood Star Lanes, of course. Cinema Vehicle Services. Them. Is that just like getting the El Camino or whatever it is? And uh, like that they can kind of trash, like just finding an old beat up certain kind of car. It's not a driver, obviously. Um, Cinema Vehicle is... Services. I don't know how to work iTunes. Cinema, it's really making your computer overheat, though. Do you hear that? Yeah. Does not like that. Well, don't let me stop you. Yeah, Go. Well, I'm going to say, well, I'm looking up the Cinema Vehicle Services, and that requires don't do me to that. watch a YouTube video. Don't but, do yeah, that. Come it's on. in essence, they provide weird-ass vehicles, I think, for cinemas. Well, it's you know, a like a secret location. Like a location scout. You know, you don't want right. to like go around. It's like we just need some swanky house that uh, some quasi-rich dude and his trophy wife are going to live in. And so the location scout goes and does all of that, and he says, "Here's ten places I got. Take a look. I took pictures of everything. You know, because the Cone Brothers aren't going to go out and scout every location. So, like, hey, we need uh, some kind of old, beat up, but kind of cool car that maybe was once cool twenty-five to thirty-five years ago." Right. Give well, me you some might options. even be able to go out to their lot and be like, look at the cars and be like, okay, it's between this El Camino and this El Camino. What? And this Dodge Rabbit. What minute are we on? W- I don't one, have any idea. Like what? This is episode 116. But what What time Which code? would go to 1 colon 55 colon 00, zero to 1 colon... 55 colon 59. Okay. Okay. Good. Cause I, I wanted to discuss this, but I wasn't sure at this point. Fucking minute we were talking about, but this happens right at the beginning of this minute. Um, it's after the giggles, howls and marmots done by William Preston Robertson animals mm-hmm. provided by animal actors. Is that one yeah. fifty five colon zero two? And the next credit is left behind. Right, we talked about this. But what did we... I, I vaguely remember that, but what... Because that actually, I guess... Why did we talk about that? Well, Tim LaHaye... Really in this minute. Yeah, I don't know why we got there, but Tim LaHaye is the author of the Left Behind series starring Kirk Cameron. Right, we talked he, about that. He, well, right, it was at the conference where I was doing some production, but... And we talked about Margaret Hayes. This yeah. is how we got into Sullivan's travels, I think. Jesus. Alan J. Schoolcraft? This sounds like, you know, a skit that we would make up in uh, your old apartment that Key and Peel stole from us. Alan J. Schoolcraft, president of operations for Mike Sauce Productions. His name was Alan J. Schoolcraft. You know, my daughter's civics teacher is named Miss Justice. Miss Justice. Miss Justice. Margaret Hayes. See, now you're throwing me off. Because it was last minute we well, talked about this. that's fine. I don't know why we were talking about <laughs> it last minute. I th- it, you know what? It comes up right at the end. So it's right she at the was an American film stage and television actress. Please, let's move past She it. was in Please. Sullivan's Travels. Please. I think that's how. With Ted Danson? No. He was pretty good in that, though. Um, shit, Jack Black. Um, what were you saying about, um... Not to mention, what's his name? 
the more highfalutin guy. Robert Duvall. No, he played uh, Burt Reynolds. Dumbledore, I think. Ian McKellen, right. He was awesome. Rest in peace. Gonna no, he didn't play skull. Dumbledore. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Or are you talking about Patrick Sheedy? I'm not talking about Patrick Sheedy. I'm talking okay. about Richard Harris in Gulliver's Travels, 1977. Right. Ride that a lawnmower. That movie is from 1977. That's fucking my brain up right now pretty bad, hardcore. Is that when he rode the lawnmower 200 miles to see his brother? No. That was Dune. Spices. Right. Right, right, right. You needed some more chili powder. He needed cumin because the locusts were going to eat it in seven years and he was going to make shit tons of money. Richard Harris. So they also give a special thanks to Amspec. What's Amspec, Brad? Why, Amspec is the stunt sewing company. They apparently make custom harnesses for stunts. So I see this. I did look this. I'm seeing harnessing stunts around the world. Right. And there's like a Spider-Man. There's a bunch of babies for some reason. They're, yeah, why they, are there so many babies? I guess that like, goes to show how much they trust their It seems a little Harnesses that will even put a little baby and swing them 80 feet in the air. There's a girl I'm doing a video on with no arms and no legs, and they were trying to figure out how to get her to jump out of an airplane. And I think Amspec might be able to help now that I'm seeing this. I'm glad you I brought this you up. But right. yeah, the fucking babies does seem a and little a twisted. Dog. And a fucking dog. Stress tested. What are they stress testing it on, I wonder? God only knows. Now, harnessing stunts around the world. You got babies. You got superheroes. Um, dogs. What needed to be harnessed up in this movie? Um, um, the like, um, like when the uh, chief of the, police knocks him over and chair? no, the uh, when she's painting, Maud, that's it, right? Yeah, it's Maud's harness. I mean, that seems like, but why would they just get a special thanks and not just a credit? Maybe there's just nowhere else to put that somehow, whatever the weird oh, legal rules no, about credits. No. no, Brad, I know why they got a special thanks. Do you know? I may be wrong, but I got an idea. Okay. So Julianne Moore refused to expose her buttocks fully. So they had to have a prosthetic buttocks on there when she came down. So I think they had to do some like extra special rigging to work around the the fake buttocks. So they get... They get a special thanks. Special thanks, because they went above and beyond for Above that. and beyond. Not just a normal thanks, but a special thanks. Special thanks. It's like, we could work with you, and we'll you know, give you one of our harnesses, we'll come in and teach you how to use it, but no, 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 but it's got to like work around the prosthetic, you know, double buttocks. Double buttocks? Double buttock? Just a, a buttock? I like, I like the idea of a double buttock. Dub, but what would it? The buttocks? The but the, and then plural buttock the buttocks, a a buttocks the but <laughs> a buttocks a a but a buttocks. You're comfortable with that? A buttocks. I'm I I'm comfortable with a great many. Things. <laughs> You're comfortable with a lot of shit that I'm not even close to. 
buttocks. The buttocks. Anyway, they had to work around an ass, a prosthetic ass, and I think that's why they got a special thing. All right, I'll go with that. I'll buy that for a dollar. Now, if anybody else has different ideas, please keep them to yourself. Some of these names, I was unable to come up with anything. Because <laughs> they're just names. Are you just making shit up? Or, like, did you actually look around? Or? No, I looked around a little bit, as much as I could in, like, the half hour before we recorded. You couldn't come up with anything for Rashid Chinchanwala, the financial consultant? Well, I didn't even get there. I was just working on the special thanks. Well, this is at the beginning of the minute. Well, I only got as far as the special thanks because I only had 30 minutes. And I was trying to do a good job on some of these. But so, it does have Senor Greaser. It does have, and you, but you got nothing on that. You couldn't even get No, it. I know all about Senor Greaser. Tell me. So, I mean, Ms. that's what popped out at me at first. Mr. This Greaser. Minute. Senor Greaser. Que divertido. But, <laughs> but that's Spanish for Mr. Greaser, right? Right. Okay. Uh, that is the grease pencil that they use when they're marking the film for editing. Que divertido. <laughs> and it is apparently credited in a great many Coen Brothers movies. That, that may have been okay in 98. Is that still okay to call that pencil senior greaser? We still good with that or not? You You just mean like... You don't want to... We don't want to, you know, fucking offend anybody. Especially I, not greasers. You apparently know? they have something else called Hand. Mr. Hand. Well, that's a different... That's a horse of a different color, Brad. I have a Mr. Hand upstairs. Okay. We we talking about two different things here? Might be. Maybe we are. What's your idea of a Mr. Hand? I have no idea what it is. They reference it and then never say what it is. <laughs> did you? God forbid, did you Google it? Maybe I should have. That's where I would start if I Am wanted I to know in some trouble? information. I don't know, man. Mr. Hand know. is a fictional character in the film Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh. Played by the guy that played the Mar Martian, Ray Walston. The, there's a Martian in Fast Times at Ridgemont High? No, but, but Ray Walston played the Martian famously. I watched that show a lot when I was young. This and is a course, character in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Mr. Hand, but he's played by Raymond Walston, who played the Martian in whatever that show was called. My Mork Uncle, and Mindy? My Uncle the Martian. What the Alf, fuck was it called? What are you the fuck are you talking about my favorite martian <sighs> which starred uh the bruce banner guy lou ferrigno Bill bixby 107 episodes hunter s thompson what went from 1963 to 1966 what are you starred bill bixby and ray walston ray walston was the martian ray walston is not some guy who built the fucking railroads, Brad. What the fuck are you talking about? Ray Walston also played Boothby, the groundskeeper of Starfleet Academy that oh, was geez. somewhat of a mentor to Captain Picard. I just will put that out there also. Listen, you fucking stop right there. Nobody's a mentor to Captain Picard, okay? In his Academy days. No. 
You crossed the line there. It's all fun and games, but don't be ridiculous. There's a lot of dancers that get credited here, and I assume that's from the Busby Berkeley sequence. Ah, uh, yeah. I would have to I would have to guess that. With maybe one on the blanket that they're thrusting up into the air. Maybe that was a dancer. Yeah, well there was some people on the Or maybe that's just a stunt person. Well there were some people on the beach. I wouldn't put it past the cones to use the same actresses in both scenes because they'll like inform the dream. Hey, you know what's fucked up is that and unless he Oh, I think he gets a credit somewhere else, but Original music orchestrated by Carter Burwell, but it's by Carter Burwell and Sonny Kompanek. Yeah, there's there's two people, but he gets a credit somewhere else, right? Like at the beginning. Burwell. Burwell, doesn't he? Maybe I'm not sure. Because what the fuck? Like he he was on stage with the Coen Brothers talking about well this movie, I think. Mm Hmm. There was that, I forget where we saw that, and I think we posted a link to it at one point, but it was like the Coen brothers and then Carter Burwell. So, like, he's a huge yeah. deal, and for him to just be buried, like, halfway through the credits, towards the well, end of the Well, at the same time, this movie had almost no originally composed sound. Well, three tracks, right? It had... Dick on a Case. Dick on a Case. It had, um... It had uh, the uh Ishai's fenced a party. Right. Which isn't really which was more like just kinda like it wasn't really music composed. Like it was Yes, it, yes, we made it was it. music that had to be made for the movie, but it was just like kinda what was playing on a radio in the background somewhat. In the background, the nihilists are blaring it when they're burning the dude's car up. It's not like Dick on a case. Yes, it is. It's even more so than Dick on a case. They come out and it's like flames and shitty German ugh, techno pop. How does a dick be more on a case than a dick on a case? What? What are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> uh, listen, a dick can be on many different cases. It... What about scissor music? Oh yeah, scissor music. So he's got scissor bum, music too. Bum, bum, right. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> It's not Deep Purple, you fuck. And then the scissors. Whoosh. I Now all I can do is... Burr, 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 burr. We all hang down the necklace. Smoke on the water. Fire in the sky. Right? Am I right? Right. Right. Emil Charlap. <laughs> Mr. Hand. Mr. Hand. I wish sometimes you just make shit up, you know. Music supervisor Happy Walters. <laughs> Come yeah, on. Yeah, I didn't notice that. Happy, Happy Walters. Happy Walters. He must be a sheer joy to hang so, around with. So I have another anecdote about uh, Senor Greaser. I'm glad I you can did go your research over it now to avoid it just being a revisit next Please time. Please do. Please do. So I did find an article where they're talking about the Coens putting Senor Greaser in, in there. Wait, they didn't put Behave Yourself by Booker T and the MGs on the soundtrack? And what even is that? Oh, I see. The, the songs are alphabetical by song title. Where is Booker T? No, oh, it's in there. I remember seeing it. Where? I thought it was like the second one, like the first row on the right. 
I I'm looking at it. I'm saying where is it in the film? Oh. Oh, I see what you mean. I mean, I think I would have noticed some Booker T in the MGs, and I didn't... didn't. No, there's definitely Booker T in the MGs. Where? But I thought it was... Um, I'm just getting a little confused now over which song it was. I'm getting confused with... Um, Booker T in the MGs was... Uh, um, stall me for a minute, and I'll tell you exactly where. We talked about it when it happened. Oh, did we? Yeah, because, uh, you know, you would know... Green Onions and Mo Green Onions. And... Well, is Green Onions the name of the song? No, it's called Behave Yourself. Yeah, um, yeah. No, that's definitely in there. Um, Shit, when is it in there? Well, I don't know, Brad. We that's... talked about it when it was in there. I want to say... That was a... at least three months ago, so... A bowling scene? Well, that's uh, the monks. Black monk That's time. that bowling scene. Right, so it's in a different bowl. Is that when the Jesus um, confronts them towards the end? Just is it when is I'm just guessing now? Is it when? Um, are, are we casting about again? We're kind of cast about, but is it when after they make the drop and it doesn't work, and he says, "Fuck it, dude, let's go bowling." Cut to a bowling alley. Oh, maybe his phone is just ringing, ringing, maybe, ring, maybe. ring. That sounds pretty good. I like that idea. Let's go with that. I think it's there. I'm All just right. guessing it's there. Yeah, we'll go with that. Fuck it, dude. Let's go bowling, right? And then uh, Walter's bowling. The dude obviously is not. He's just listening to his phone ring. And, uh, I mean, I'm just watching it now, so fuck it. So you're actually going back to try to verify. I don't hear any music in this scene. Like, nothing. There's just some ambient noise and the phone ringing. Oh, no, there it is. Yep, that's it. That's definitely it. I know that keyboard anywhere. Yep, but it's silent for a very long time as we're dollying in on the dude. Right, they're just trying to emphasize the phone ringing and the, like, desolation. Right, the emptiness and desolation. And then eventually that keyboard comes in, which does kind of fit the mood. Yeah, it's a little down on its luck, you know. Yeah, if you yeah. started with it, it would just be a little too on the nose. There, there'd be no contrast. You gotta right. like build up the little bit of tension and then release, and then yeah, change it up a little bit. You know, you gotta you gotta have a little mystery. Every scene should have a little mystery in it. And this scene's mystery is, I guess this is a revisit. But you know, pushing in and hearing the phone ringing, it's like, what's gonna happen? Is somebody gonna get shot in the head? Or is it just going to be, oh, fuck, bloop, 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 down all my luck, and that's all it is. Got Johnny Five, number Johnny Five there to help him out, though. So. Well, yeah, shit. I lost my place in the credits. So close to the end, Brad. Yeah, well, after this minute, there's just like a minute and 11 seconds left. Right, right. One episode and then a baby episode. Yep. Shit. And then we'll be ready to fully release the stew. Yep, we gotta figure out what we're gonna do next. We're gonna release the chowder. Gonna be something though. We got some ideas. Gonna be something. We got some stuff cooking in the pressure cooker. Yep. High pressure. It's a good way to finish your stew quicker than normal. The pressure cooker, that is. Cooking is, you know, a function of time and temperature, but a higher pressure yields a higher temperature than would normally be possible. So you got it. Yeah. Manish Revel. Revol. All right, I'm just gonna take the pressure cooker. 
right. Yeah. Gonna throw it right off the poop deck. Next time on Gutterball. Gutterball.